Warning. Fortune and Strife features subjects which can be uncomfortable for a general audience, such as the use of drugs and alcohol, poor treatment of people of different classes or cultures, adult situations, psychological trauma, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Welcome to Fortune and Strife. I'm Robert, or Bayushi Shinichi, and I'll be your host, narrator, as well as taking over for Shoshiro Bisho and Kuni Yui. I am Jeannie, and I am playing Doji Gen. I am Tyler, and I am playing Akota Ricci, and let's play some L5R. And we're going to go ahead and call scene there. If you have Strife or uh, Composure, or sorry, um, Strife and Fatigue over half your Composure and Endurance, go ahead and reset those. Yep, yep, definitely doing that. Yeah, so you all step into uh, the Izakaya next to her sake works here, and she pulls out uh, what she is saying is uh, something uh, special that she has been working on uh, uh, the last year or so for, and it is an unfiltered Nagori that is as smooth and as sweet as the victory this uh, this boy just enjoyed. And uh, she raises a couple of uh, glasses uh, to everyone and kampai to my son. Kampai. Kampai. A nice... Uh, uh, drink of this cool, milky, unfiltered sake. And yeah, a couple more uh, glasses are raised here and there. Uh, with that, actually, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't want to, like, I'll go with one or, or two drinks while having the conversation with Hideki saying, you know, this, this is not a guaranteed thing. I've agreed to write a letter to my sensei asking him to pick you up, but it's not a, a confirmed posting for you just keep that in mind i don't want to raise your hopes here's some paper oh no yeah yeah uh with that um hideki goes in yeah goes ahead and brings uh um brush ink and paper uh very quickly over to uh gen and richie uh here you are oh very well like i said i am more than happy to write this letter of recommendation uh and we'll just go ahead and and write the quick little synopsis about this basically stating that uh, i have found someone who is willing to learn the medicinal arts at a much higher passion than what i have personally <laughs> but he is much more he, he is willing to go and and save lives and i believe this would be a boon to not only the lion clan, but also to the fox clan and increase a little bit of the relations between the two. I like it. So let's see here. Let's call this a TN3 composition check. Okay. Uh, with this one, I think we're going to go... Uh, think coming up with it uh, all yourself would be kind of fire if you're going to depend on kind of letters of recommendation that you've read or written in the past would be earth trying to uh, appeal to someone's um, uh, sympathies might be water yeah um, I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. gonna use water on this one and okay. uh, again may I have your assistance making sure I'm writing this properly of course be happy to assist you thank you oh more than happy to have the assistance <laughs> yeah it was her idea to get it to to get it written out here so yeah uh, i believe that'll be skilled assistance for you 
Uh, if you have void, I'm not sure if you want to spend that here. I am all out of void points. Fair However, enough. I do not need them as I've got the three successes. So with this, I've got the three successes and a strife and uh, we'll take the opportunity. And I just want to use the opportunity to basically push that a little bit more so that it is definitively like this is the right way to go and that he is the he is the the worthy successor that i could not be i i do like that that's uh uh well well stated and written that uh you know in, in a way that it is you know it could be performing the task efficiently or completing with with saving supplies but in this way it could be uh, also kind of considered that, hey, uh, this kid actually wants to study uh, with the uh, the school, wants to actually learn here. You're not going to be uh, like me fighting against some kid who has lofty dreams of command in, in his future. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a that's an excellent way to spend a water opportunity there. All right. I just want to clarify here since I'm assisting you. I know this now. Oh, yeah. You do. Absolutely. This is now something that she knows for sure. Um, as you've been uh, writing these things out, she has picked up on uh, part of uh, part of your past about how your sensei put away the sword, didn't want to train children to kill each other anymore, and that Richie didn't ever really want to be a medic in the first place. Absolutely. This is now something Gin knows about you. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, with that, we'll uh, take the uh, take the letter and uh, pull out my little personal chop and hit uh, hit it with the stamp. There you go. Your honko hits the uh, the paper, and it is now inked with the mark of a, a Kodo samurai that he is uh, recommending this uh, minor clan uh, student uh, to be accepted into uh, that dojo and get some cross clan training uh, going ahead. And uh, barring some sort of, uh, you know, severe diplomatic uh, relations between the uh, lion and the uh, fox clan, it uh, is probably a, a done deal at this point, you believe. At, at which point I will turn to Gen. And once I hand the letter over to Hideki, because uh, I assume that he'll want to read it over. And oh, yeah. That. No, it's like a, like yeah. it's his new most prized possession to now see this piece of paper <laughs> that it's like his future is opening up in front of him just through the simple page that you have uh, uh, penned here. At which point I'll, I'll lean over to again and say, I fear we might need to go check on B-Show. Mm. Oh, really? I... I have a strange feeling something's is amiss. All right. There's there is that moment of clarity when you have the wind knocked out of you, and that struck me that we need to check in on that soon. Well, Bisho-san is very good at getting himself into trouble, it seems, but he seems to usually get out of it. Um, but of course, uh Again, stands up and bows to Hideki, bows to his mother and says, thank you very much for the fine meal and for allowing me to witness such an uh, interesting duel. I wish you the best of fortunes in your life ahead. And please, whether you train with the lion or otherwise, uh, look, look kindly upon us. 
uh, and thank you. And uh, with that, uh, Hideki uh, bows deeply to you, and he says, uh, "Oh, do do not worry about that. Uh, our clan has had, um, how shall we say, uh, strained relations with the uh, the lion in the past, and it has only been through the uh, good graces of the Crane Clan over the uh, generations that the Fox Clan have not only continued to uh, survive but thrive here in the Kitsune Mori. And so, uh, I will always look and remember fondly." Uh, your advice and teachings and your judgment here today, uh, uh, Doji-sama. And uh, Reacher will look down over Hideki and say, again, you have proven yourself to me, to your mother, but most importantly to yourself. You have shown that you can overcome obstacles when you focus yourself towards it. Keep that heart, keep that mind, I'm sure we'll see each other again. And as you uh, both go to leave, uh, Miyuki oh. uh, sends. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was let's say that was to Hideki to to Miyuki. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, I'll I'll look up to Mikey and uh, just say uh, the time that we have spent here has been far too short. I do not know if we may be leaving here shortly. Our Business may take us elsewhere very quickly. If uh, if I am still in the town, I will come see you again very soon. Uh, and if uh, if not, uh, I would like to keep in uh, correspondence with you. Of course, of course. Um, and she kind of uh, shoes Hideki upstairs. But before you go here, let me let me get you another bottle of that uh, Nagori to take with you. And in that kind of moment of you wandering over back towards the uh, the bar where she has set up, and she pulls up the bottle to you, and with a, a bit of a uh, kind of a um, uh, a flirtatious uh, motion, she kind of uh, reaches out and gently touches where her son struck you on the chest there, and says, "Are you sure that you have to go so soon already? That you can't stick around a little longer? I can tend to uh, that kimono of yours." Well, that is a very tempting offer. Uh, I uh, unfortunately must decline. We may have some trouble that has been brewing, and we have to make sure our companions are taken care of. If if it is nothing, then I will take you up on your offer. I'd appreciate that. I'll I'll sure I'll be uh, up most of the night. Then uh, hopefully your friend, uh, like as your as Doji San has said, is. Uh, more than capable of getting themselves in and out of all sorts of trouble. I hope that you're worrying over nothing. As do I. But if something were to happen and, and we have to, to leave, uh, just you can reach me at the estate of Matsu Himari, uh, in, that is near the Bishamon side of. I will, I will write to you then. If I don't, I will, if I don't see you, I will write to you. Let's not make it that. You. Let's do our best not to not to make it that though. Until Agreed. then, Richie-san. and you, Mikey-san. and give that polite, very you know, slow bow, but back away is like I I really don't want to leave, but I have to. Kind of feeling. Yeah.
So you uh, make quick time uh, leaving Miyuki's uh, sake works and uh, back to uh, Cypress Grove, where you kind of race back upstairs quickly and uh, Richie being the first to get there finds it oddly quiet and looks in the first room, the second room and the third room and uh, Sin, Yui and Bisho are nowhere to be found in the rooms that you have all rented for the evening or for the for your stay here at Kiden Kitsune. I'm going to send uh, Sueno around to just check with the people at the inn uh, to see if they know where they went. Well, I uh, I get changed uh, from my ceremonial garb into something in case we have to go <laughs> hiking around in the forest or something like that. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. No. Uh, of course. Again, I'll be I'll be right back. I'll be uh, ask around and see where they might have gone off to. Thank you. Yeah, I will do the same and get out of these ceremonial or well, torn ceremonial robes now. And there you go. Uh, get into just the normal traveling clothes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, you both uh, go ahead and get changed. And it's just uh, a few minutes before uh, Sweeno returns and says, well, the staff heard that they were uh, heading out to go see uh, Kyo-sama that they seem to be well uh their words not mine in a bit of uh a bit of a conspiratorial airs that they were being very very quiet and uh guarded with the the way they were talking but they uh even still the some of the uh uh attendants here at the uh Ryukon heard them talk about uh heading out to a grove or grotto and uh, something about making one's way over uh, to the other side. Sounds like they might have uh, decided to go ahead. Do you think that they left without us, Richie-san? I mean, that seems strange. Well, it's possible they did, but maybe something has come up. Well, we know where that is, uh, I think. I mean, it's it's dark. You think they'd go all the way to the, to the, to the, to the grotto tonight? Of all times and places? I don't know of any other grottos. It seems strange that they would without saying goodbye and in the night as well, but without any other note. Um, I go look at the flower arrangement that Bisho gave to Gen and to Sen and see if he has changed it at all. Because it would be like Bisho to leave a message that way. It would, actually. It would be something uh, along the lines of, like, an arrangement that you would send to someone to tell them that you're sorry for leaving. That you're, uh, like, if one was uh, getting ready to go away on uh, a trip or being called away to, like, the capital or something like that. Okay, so he's altered the arrangements a little bit to say something like that. I think that I think that they left this. He 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 removed these flowers from these arrangements, and those those flowers mean departing. Ooh, we might need to go to the grotto. All right, um, let's let's grab some torches um, and a bow in case we run into anything. <laughs> All right. Yeah, just grab a 
couple of quick things and head on out. Yeah, you grab, uh, you know, those things that you generally do, uh, you know, probably uh, your medical satchel and the uh, uh, copy of uh, leadership that goes into it. And, uh, you know, again, probably grabs her bow, but also the bag that carries her uh, her treatise on the bugs of uh, of the Empire, the insects of the Empire, and a few other little things here and there that are needed for a, uh, a trip like this. And yeah, uh, the inn is willing to provide you with uh, either paper lanterns or full-blown torches, whichever you would prefer to take with you uh, to kind of go out at night. Up to you guys. Well, I'll opt for a lantern. Yeah, Richie's also going to opt for a lantern. There you go. So yeah, they uh, they give you a couple of uh, their sturdier uh, uh, lanterns to carry out with you on this uh, excursion into the uh, the evening. A couple of extra candles uh, to uh, refill them when you need to, but uh, it should be enough to hopefully get you through the night. Uh, again, you got a handful of candles uh, each of you for uh, your lanterns, and uh, off you go. So uh, at this point, I think because it is dark and while you kind of know the way academically, but you haven't ever been there yourself, I think that this should be a TN2 survival check. Can Sueno help me, please? She certainly can. Yeah, no, I think uh, Sueno going along with you, uh, she's much more versed in uh, this aspect of uh, getting around and uh moving over land and navigation. So uh, while her depth perception might not be the best, I, I think she's probably one of the ones that's uh, most apt for this one. Uh, Richie, do you want to lend a hand as well, or can you? I'm not sure how well you are at uh, survival. I'm actually fairly good at survival. Okay. Uh, so I will definitely be assisting as well. There you go. All right. So I believe that will be two skilled assists. And I'm going to be trying to um pick the path basically by uh remembering the way as described in the books and that sounds uh, great that sounds like it would be um uh earth approach uh by doing it by rote memory and or by learning in that regard remembering what you've learned and i think that your um exact memory uh advantage should key off for this one if I need it, but let us see. All right, so uh, I have Earth three. I have a uh, survival of zero, but I'm getting two help. So, yep, and it is skilled on both sides. So effectively, it's going to be uh, roll five dice, keep five dice. All right, we will try it out. <laughs> okay. Okay, I am going to stop there. I am not keeping all of the dice, though I could because of the sheer amount of strife, but I am feeling strifey. Yeah. And nonetheless, I have two opportunities here, and I have um, three successes. And all right. Okay. Uh, Suena will take one of that uh, one of that strife, and Richie could take one if they'd like as well, or leave you with the other one. I'm already at half drive, so I don't want to push it if I don't have to. That's fair. Okay. I am going to spend one opportunity uh, removing two strife from Richie. Oh, yay. 
just to uh, just to make sure I'm doing that, and then I will spend the other opportunity to um, reduce the TN of the next check another character makes with the same skill before the end of the scene. So if we need to do anything else with survival, I will, there's a point there to help with survival for someone else. Okay. All right. So uh, it, uh, it takes you uh, a little, little over uh, a Rokugani hour to make your way uh, through the uh, dark forest here uh, at uh, now that night has fallen and uh, you're making your way through, uh, you know, fairly uh, virgin wilderness. So it's, it's, it's not the fastest way going, but there's enough uh, deer trails here and there uh, and other uh, kind of things that have been uh, trails that have been walked by the Kitsune family for uh, a couple generations to and from this place. They uh, try their best to uh, make sure that it doesn't stand out uh, too much because they def definitely don't want uh, visitors getting um, lost and somehow stumbling upon this place uh, by by the curious uh, passerby. Uh, but after a while, uh, it's it's not too long before uh, you're pretty sure you are on the right path as. Uh, kind of bits of bluish green magical energy like a little foxfire uh, igniting off of a um, a swamp up ahead is kind of kicking off here and there as you uh, three of you approach uh, towards uh, this uh, this grotto in the um, kind of in the roots of an old tangled cypress tree and from there let's have each of you make me a oh what do i want to say um maybe a water skullduggery if you just want to try to observe quietly or air skullduggery to kind of get a sense of what's going on over there without kind of uh alerting anyone or if you guys just kind of want to barge into the scene uh kind of i'm not sure how you might want to handle getting uh up to there i'm not sure if you guys want to like i said do it in a quiet ma uh, manner if you want to make your presence known and find out what's happening uh with your friends and why they'd go without you uh how are you both feeling about this for again i mean normally she's not a charge up kind of person but she's not necessarily expecting anybody else to be there and she's there and she's in a hurry it's like how she's beginning to get a little bit stressed in that it's like why are they leaving without us what are they what are they doing you know this is rude <laughs> okay so fair enough uh i like she's, that she's beginning to get um a little more stressed and so she's not necessarily trying to sneak up on them um but she is trying to listen to the forest around them just to make sure that you know they don't get jump by a bear or anything like that so um, no that's yeah. fair all right with the with richie it's not exactly barging in is, is the way i'm looking at it but more or less not exactly being stealthy but not encroaching upon the like the the area they're in like kind of making ourselves known but not exactly being rude about it all right so let's go ahead and add one narrative strife to uh the the three of you you sueno and uh Again, 
uh, as uh, kind of, uh, like I said, you're, you're seeing them and they're clearly involved in something up ahead. And you can hear a, a couple of uh, uh, voices. You hear uh, Yui kind of uh, uh, yell out uh, for uh, Bisho. What have you, what have you given him? And uh, you hear um, uh, the the kind of uh, old, wise, and raspy voice of uh, Kyo uh, now speaking with much more authority and assuredness in his voice than you have heard in the past. Kind of this authority that you hadn't uh, haven't ever really heard from him before, and just like nothing that'll harm him. It's just unlocked uh, that which is within him. We have. Uh, only awaken the aspect of uh, of of the greater fox uh, uh, spirit, uh, and uh, as you guys start to kind of uh, poke your way forward, uh, you uh, hear uh, hold that hold that woman back. Uh, we can't have her interfering with this. And as you kind of come walking forward, you hear a couple of. Uh, uh, guards kind of get in Yui's way and you hear her say something like, I don't think you want to make this uh, uh, into that kind of uh, situation here. I don't think you uh, uh, I don't think you're quite prepared for what might happen. And uh, she kind of gets down low into a bit of a fighting stance. And you see that kind of uh, first of your friend squaring off against the pair of uh, Kitsune uh, guardsmen um, while Kyo and a couple other Shugenja, including the historian from uh, the library, are all there, and they seem to be trying to enact some sort of uh, invocation uh, around uh, Bisho, or what is possibly Bisho or not, standing at about, uh, I would probably say, eight or nine feet tall, is an image of Bisho, but with their face elongated and uh, furry, upright, erect triangle ears, uh, almost as if their scorpion mask has become a part of their actual face. Their kitsune mask has now become uh, the face of a fox. Uh, he is now uh, marked with patches of fur. His hands are large, like the uh, cross between... Uh, the paws of a fox, the hands of a man, and the claws of a monster. Um, they're flowing out from uh, beneath uh, their uh, what shreds of left of their clothing at this point are four tails flying wildly in the energy around them. And a bowl of some sort of concoction is now falling from Bisho's hand, uh, where he had clearly just uh, drank uh, something uh, that was given to him by uh, Kyo. And now there's just this ring of almost fiery, like I said, blue-green energy of Foxfire kind of shooting off in different directions. And you see that some of the Shugenja are um, uh, rather concerned by this turn of events. And one of them is like, I don't know if it's taken hold, if we can maintain the the confinement, the binding. And Kyo's just like, no, we, we have to. We are under orders by Gohei-sama that we must put an end to uh, these thefts and robberies. And uh, that's the scene that uh, the three of you kind of wander into um, with your friends. All right. Um, all right. Freegan, 
when she s- starts hearing this and she sees that um, Kuniyui is beginning to square off against the soldiers and so on and sees, sees the fox fire, she, you know, gets into a fighting stance and she puts her sword on hand on her sword as if she was going to iajitsu it out and starts charging in. But as soon as she sees the four-tailed fox in front of her, she she stops. She freezes. Is this the four-tailed fox that initiated the duel that was going to take Mariko in the first place? It's it's extremely similar. It doesn't have the same markings on its forehead that the other one had, but the two-toned eyes of blue and green and the uh, shape of the face and the ears, I mean, you have perfect memory, except for the fact that it doesn't have the markings on the forehead that it had before, and that this is now, like I said, a nine-foot-tall kind of cross between uh, man and uh, fox. It's the spitting image, only now in a giant form. All right. I am going to voluntarily take at least three strife. I'm going to take three strife. That's fair. Yeah, narrative strife at that point for you, uh, I would probably say three is probably a good amount. And uh, that that puts me at, at compromised. Uh, she is just 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 frozen and because as she's as she stops here as she's watching uh all of the pieces all of the suspicions all of the weirdness that bicho has done in the past that she has taken notice but kind of forgave or uh, oh it's a scorpion thing starts starts clicking into place and and she realizes that this is the one who who was going to take Mariko. This is the one that forced her into the duel. This is uh, who who knows what all it's done, and she is just just frozen there. At which point, uh, Richie's also coming up, you know, hand near Katana in the same style of almost using an Ayajitsu technique. And just loudly yells out and says, what's going on here? This should come to a stop immediately. You uh, see a uh, kind of uh, a bit of concern ripple through uh, some of the Shugenja's faces as they are already having trouble uh, maintaining uh, the the channeled binding that they're trying to perform here. And uh, says, I thought you said that we'd only have to deal with the pair of them. And Kyo's just like this. Fine. It's what? It's the it's the medic and the uh and and the and the researcher. Hold them off. And uh you hear a couple of the uh soldier you hear one of the soldiers that's uh, squaring off against uh Yui give a whistle, and you're not quite sure how or where you might have passed them in the forest on the way in here, but uh fairly quietly and seamlessly, three more kitsune samurai kind of uh, melt out of the shadows and the undergrowth of the forest uh, like they were a part of it beforehand. And now it is kind of, you are now stuck between 
uh, a series of uh, soldiers before you facing off against uh, Yui, soldiers behind you looking to corral you, and then Bisho uh, front and center uh, at this uh, ritual with uh, uh, several Shugenja all in attendance trying to somehow bind him uh, against his will. Well, here we go. I think at this point it is uh, time uh, for initiative, unless anyone has a narrative response to this before we get into that. So basically at this point, Gen is going to outburst or unmask. Okay. Um, Okay. She is going to unmask with the unmasking of bend principles. Um, she, everything has been, you know, normally she would absolutely 100% leap to the rescue of Bishow, you know, a friend who has been captured. Um, she can't do it. She, she's just frozen there. She does not fight. Um, she can't, she can't bring herself to rescue this person who has basically in her mind caused her a lot of pain. She might regret it later, but, uh, she, she's still putting it all together and she just, just can't do it right now. So she, she lowers she lowers her hand from her sword and she's just she's just holding it like dumbfounded. There we go. That's so for bending principles, uh yeah, you can unmask, reset uh your uh strife to zero. And uh with that, uh you will have to forfeit uh honor equal to your honor rank. Uh this would be a loss of righteousness, of not not doing the right thing for the right reasons at the right time. Uh, like you said, normally you would leap to a friend's defense, but after everything that uh, Bisho has probably put you through um, and is now seems to be uh, in trouble themselves, well, you know, uh, this might be one of those few times that Gen is not immediately ready to jump to a friend's defense. Um, so there we have it. Uh, and now let's go ahead and roll for initiative. I'm Robert, or Bayushi Shinichi, your host, narrator, and temporary B-Show in Yui. Thanking you once again for listening. Remember to catch new episodes every Monday, and if you want to catch them early or are looking for more bonus content, please consider becoming a supporting member of the Patreon at patreon.com slash courtgames. I am Tyler, and I've been playing Okoto Ricci. You can find me on my personal accounts on Twitter, at Churcher Games, or on Twitch, also as Churcher Games. You can find the show on the web at courtgamespod.com, on social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram under Fortune and Strife, and on Twitter at L5RFNS. If you'd like to contact us, you can email the show at fortuneandstrife at gmail.com. This is Jeannie, a.k.a. Kakita Kaori, and also known as, at least today, Doji Gen. If you like, you can find me on the Court Games RPG podcast, at the Winter Garden of the Kikita website, or check out The Table is Yours for fiction readings of the FFG stories. 
This has been Fortune and Strife, a Court Games production in association with the D20 Radio Network and the Rokugani Historical Society. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. www.d20radio.com